This episode of the Effort Discussion Podcast is brought to you in part by Magic Carpets. Are you tired of the drab monotony of regular carpets, area rugs, and floor mats? Magic Carpets was started by two broke college kids who were too lazy to vacuum their carpets. Magic Carpets carpets are specially designed to be entirely self-cleaning, and they look damn good while doing it. Go to magiccarpets.com and enter the coupon code SOFTBOYS to get 40% off your first order. That's right, 40% off by using the coupon code SOFTBOYS. SOFTBOYS. Magic Carpets. Like normal carpets. But magic. Yes, come to see you. I say now, Benson, Jack, Benson, Joe. Benson, Jack, Benson, Jack, do, 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 Benson, Jack, Benson, do, 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 Benson, Jack. There's no more blood in my fingers. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode 129 of the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order we talk about them. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. Guys, (laughs) let's talk about what happened yesterday. Okay. (laughs) I thought we were just going to pretend it didn't happen. I feel like it's important that we address it. Yeah, so yesterday I was the funniest I've ever been uh, in my life. So you've all missed out uh, on a real treasure. Yeah, Uh, and our audio was lost. Yeah, we climbed the mountain of Adrian's comedy potential. It's all downhill from here. And then we're just sliding down, sliding down. My nose is stuffy today. Mine too. (laughs) Yeah, we we recorded a fantastic episode. and then realized about 45 minutes in that we had been recording it at half speed. Oops! <laughs> um, which I'm still not totally sure like why that's a thing that can happen, but I figured out how to make it not happen. Yes. So we're back and we're good. Um, good. The result is that we, uh, <laughs> we are re-recording this episode. Yeah! <laughs> Trying to grasp the magic of yesterday. Oh, man. Uh, and and we, as a consequence, had to get a new uh, topic for today's conversation. Yeah. But, uh, yesterday's question. Um. Oh, who who submitted it? It was Gabriel. Gabriel, Gabriel had asked us uh, if you could fly on an object, uh, like a Harry Potter broom or an Aladdin carpet. Uh, what would you choose? And uh, just for for Gabriel, it was a uh, buffet. Yeah. So um, yeah. that's it. Yeah. We- Including sneeze guard. Yeah, the sneeze guard's important because it yeah it makes sure that the food is clean. There were variables. There were, there was it was discussed. It was discussed at at length. Oh, it was like a twenty minute was, discussion. I'm sorry, Gabriel. <laughs> so in depth, Gabriel. <laughs> Too, bad. Too bad. So sad. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But we have a new Patreon question today, um, and we got Gabriel to send us one. Um, oh, sweet. Because I felt bad that his question was just going to disappear into the ether. <laughs> Ripped to pieces. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that lets creators work directly with their audience to produce the content that they are excited about. If you love our show and want to help us keep the lights on, you can go to patreon.com slash up for discussion and pledge as little as a dollar a month. If you do, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candace, Eric, Carlea, and Thomas. 
And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. As previously discussed, today's Patreon topic comes from Gabriel, who says, In the spirit of things getting erased, <laughs> talk about something you made or wrote that didn't get saved. Uh-huh. Uh oh, so many, so many. I, I mean, I have so many illustrations. Just, <laughs> just like hours of work down the fucking drain. But uh, one of the one of the things that bugs me the most is I uh, wanted to do stand up, and then I was writing jokes in an Awesome Note, an app on my uh, iPhone, and then the phone died or something, and oh, no. I didn't. I hadn't been syncing the, so I lost all of it. So. That sucks. Screw that stand-up comedy career. I, I tried to write a, a stand-up set, and then uh, at the end of it, I thought it was funny, and mm. then I realized everybody else is going to think this is super sad. Mm. <laughs> it's really hard, like, like yeah, I get that. Every time I've tried to write stand-up, it just ends up being really depressing, and I'm like, maybe I'm not ready for this. <laughs> or don't you just have to sort of giggle at the end of every line, and then the audience <laughs> knows that it's funny? Well, maybe, but it, it was all about how I was bullied in school, which I'm kind of fine with now, because it was a real long time ago, and yeah. uh, so I, I focused a lot of stuff on that, And but whenever I talk about uh, being bullied in school, I always get this kind of reaction of like, Oh. What were the punch lines? Oh, I don't even... Emphasis on punch, because she was bullied. <laughs> I, I was not like physically assaulted. I was just uh, endlessly... Um, oh, God. Like, they threw the my uh, shoe out of the bus window, and then I had to walk home with, like, one oh, shoe man. on. Oh, man. Um, yeah, they let the air out of my bike tires. This <laughs> is so sad. I uh, So I had to wa- walk my bike uh, home, and, you know, like, the little pedal keeps hitting me in the back of the leg. Like, oh, and you're only no. wearing one shoe. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom uh, came in her station wagon. I was like, oh, my God, my mom's coming to pick me up. This is amazing. And she had come to pick me up because my dog had licked my hamster into the carpet, like a little flat, like, bearskin rug. <laughs> Sorry, hang on, what? What? <laughs> licked your hamster into the carpet what does yeah that mean? the pressure of the dog's tongue just the continual licking killed the hamster flattened it <gasps> like a slow water torture of just just until it was just like a tiny tiny little bearskin rug oh my god and she was coming to pick you up to, to break the news yeah. oh shit what the fuck <laughs> jesus christ that's horrifying yeah i can see yeah. how an audience would be like oh, i don't know how to react <laughs> right it's a it's a thing that I'm fine with, but like when people are confronted with it, like oh, I don't feel comfortable with any of this. Yeah. I had jokes written into it, like, but I think that the core content of it was maybe not. I don't think people are ready for me. <laughs> <laughs> will they ever be? I don't Adrian, know. Will they ever be? I don't. I just might be too far ahead or behind my time. <laughs> are you an apparition? <laughs> Is she I, here right now? She might be a ghost. Are you a ghost? I died in uh, Edwardian times. Shit. When hamsters were popular. Nice. (laughs) Oh, why is it why is it not shown in all the Edwardian uh, full length features? I know it's it's really a a really disappointing part of Downton Abbey. Yeah, they don't have the little hamster on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mister Mittens is gonna rally again. So what did you actually? Other than the stand up thing. Oh. Erase, erasing. That was just a, a self-deleted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head of because I, I was also thinking like, have you ever uh, had somebody erased from your life, mm. like a person? 
erased, as in Arnold Schwarzenegger erased, or that they just, through life situations, you no longer interact with them. Like, like somebody just, just disappeared, or uh, you had to remove all traces of. Whoa. I had, um, I was telling Adrian about this before the show. There was this <clears throat> Australian guy who showed up at my church in like 2012 or something, uh-huh. um, who was like here for a year or so. Became like really good friends with me and a bunch of like people in my circle. Like my mom thought of him as like a second son. Like he crashed at our house a lot. He was a really cool dude. Uh, and at the end of his time here, he was like, "Yeah, I'll probably come back next summer." Like I really love Montreal. Like yeah. I kind of want to immigrate here and like live here. Uh, but he went back to Australia and immediately got a great job. And so he was like, "I'm gonna stay here a while," and then he deleted his Facebook at some point, like maybe like six six months later. Um, And he just like disappeared from our lives like entirely at that point. Like no one's heard anything from him or seen anything about him in like probably like five years now. Wow. Yeah. I feel like the impact of a nice person is inevitable. You know, like if that guy was just passing through, if he's just a really really nice guy, he's gonna. The word scar is what came into mind, but that's not what I mean. <laughs> it's like a good scar. A good scar. Yeah. yeah. Like a tattoo. Like a tra- a, a, a creamy chocolate uh, scar. Yeah. Totally. Nah. It's, it's like, you know, when you, you drip like scalding hot melted chocolate onto yourself? Exactly. Like, ooh, ooh, ouch. Oh. But also, I have chocolate. Yeah, exactly. Lick, lick. <laughs> lick my injuries. <laughs> yeah. He did leave us with this high five that I'm a big fan of, where you kind of like pull your hand back like a uh, viper, Oh, the snap? The snake snap? You, yeah. Okay, are we going to do this? Let's do it. <laughs> oh, 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 that bit like a fucking viper. It's so satisfying. Again. <laughs> oh. It's beautiful. Jesus. What was his name? Nathan. Nathan, thank you for the snap high five. He like literally like that's the one thing about him that like stayed. Like <laughs> 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 I still do that with a lot of people. Oh, so that's what you gotta do, people, if you uh, visit places uh impregnate people's impregnate oh. people's lives. <laughs> people's lives, not their vaginas. Well that you don't impregnate the vagina. Oh. Uh make sure you leave a high five behind. That's where I was going with that. I think we need impregnate to... them with a high five. That's our life oh, lesson no. for the day. I think no. we, need to, we need to explain how pregnancy works to Kate. Uh, after the show, guys. <laughs> after the show. Uh, hey, it's Simon's birthday. Oh, is it like today? Today. Oh. Today? Yeah. Like, but not today if it's the people are listening to it. We'll see how soon I get this uploaded. Okay, right, right. <laughs> Happy birthday, Simon. Happy, Happy birthday, Simon. Birthday. We so, did this yesterday. We did. Yeah, we did a whole bit, so... Yeah. This is all you get today. There you was fanfare. It. We sang songs. I'd like to everybody to to feel our pain. Yeah. And and really just dismissively screw everybody who's part of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dismissively screw everyone that's a part of this. That's my mantra. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Adrian was so jolly yesterday, guys. And and today. She ain't got time for you. You got me? I feel like yesterday we had this this great balance of all of us being in a pretty good mood, but yeah. also all of us feeling like death. Yeah. Well, today I feel like death and my mood went to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had a horrible day. I know I gave you a good old, uh, not bad, how, how, how are you doing at the door, uh, lies. Mm. A horrible day. And I was actually, I was, uh, I was walking uh, here uh, from the metro, thinking all kinds of shitty thoughts, overwhelmed with worry. And then something caught my eye in the grass. Shall I show you? Yes. What is it? It's Ryan Gosling, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a magazine. 
it's a quarter page of a magazine <laughs> of Ryan Gosling laughing. <laughs> and it just changed my entire perception of the world. Oh, my God. Ryan in the middle. Bashful Ryan Gosling is flanked by his Blade Runner 2049 co-stars Anna de Armas, left, and Sylvia Hooks. <laughs> While promoting their film at Cinema Cine Europe in Barcelona, Spain. Voted by Robert Marquard. Marquard. Let me let me see that. Look at it. Look at it. That does say Marquard. Marquard. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so that was like a screech halt of like, wait a minute. I know that smile. There's good in the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I folded it up and I put it in my packet and I'm like, I'm gonna show you guys. Yeah, that I you know, I do actually feel a little better now right? that there's a Ryan Gosling out there somewhere. Oh, no, I, I kind of want to buy a bunch of magazines, cut out this photo, and just spread them around Montreal. That'd be a good project. <laughs> so that other people can experience the boost that I got today. I often think about, like, doing little, like, kindness experiments as YouTube mm. videos. Oh, as YouTube videos? Yeah, you know, like... Oh! But, like, silly kindness experiments, because I can't take myself seriously. Right, okay, explain, elaborate. Well, I mean, we could find a bunch of the same photo of Ryan Gosling smiling right. and like go around the city handing them out to people oh, on the film <laughs> yeah yeah like on maybe ma- so I saw this viral video of um this little kid who I think his parents died and his uncle is like raising him now or something uh-huh. uh, and the kid decided he wants to like give toys to people who look sad Aww. so he just like goes around like his city and when he sees people who look like they need a better day he like gives them a little toy And it's like super heartwarming. And I was thinking like, oh, it'd be really nice to like do something like that. Only instead of giving people something like actually nice and funny, you're giving them like a photo of Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what percentage of people we'd have to do stats afterwards. Nice little pie chart. Who didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And who was wet in their panties and who was like, oh, oh, he's a handsome boy. I feel better now. (laughs) What does that say about humanity that a handsome boy can change a person's mood? Well, I, it's, there are beautiful things in this world. Mm. And handsome mm. boys are one of them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'll stand by that. Yeah. Um, I, uh, getting back to like things getting erased. Oh, right. right, right. We once, <clears throat> back when Tim and I were doing music stuff together, uh, had recorded like a whole like cover of a Rent song and it sounded really good and we were like super pumped about it and we were going to shoot like a proper music video and like. <laughs> We were going to, like, shoot it on, like, a rooftop and stuff, and it was going to be really badass. Uh, and then his laptop got stolen. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. So that never happened. That's a bummer. Yeah. <sighs> I had a, a relationship, not a relationship, like, a, a friendship from, like, high school that kind of, it, it came to a really satisfying close of self-deletion. Uh, like, we <laughs> we were part of, like, the same theater group kind of thing in high school. Like, we all had friends in common, but, like, we never hung out. But it felt like we were very close because we all had spent so much time together. Mm-hmm. And so when I was in college, I ran into him at uh, Barnes & Noble uh, because that was still a thing. Uh, and uh, so you just out of instinct, you're just kind of like, oh, hi, how are you? Do- how are you doing? You know, like that kind of thing. And um, there was just like a beat of silence. And he looked at me and I said, we really don't have anything to say to each other, do we? <laughs> What? And I was like, no, no, we don't. And then we wow. just went our separate ways. Whoa. Did you snap high five before you left? <laughs> I had a moment like that actually fairly recently, but it was with a complete and total stranger. What? 
<laughs> I, um, I was walking to a friend's place and I saw a guy who I was really convinced was my boss's <laughs> brother-in-law. <laughs> so I was like, hey, man, how's it going? And he thought I was a guy he worked with. Oh. Whoa. Oh, wow. So he said hi to me and we like chatted for a couple seconds and then gradually realized we didn't know each other. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry. I thought you were my boss's father-in-law. And he's like, oh, I thought you were a guy I work with. Okay, well, uh, have a good day. He's like, yeah, you too. <laughs> oh, that's hey. so odd. The worst part, though, is that after saying have a good day, he he stopped and was like, hey, like, if you want to, like, you know, hang out. Hang out. And I was like, we don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, manners. <laughs> it was like, no, this feels wrong to just yeah. say goodbye to this person. Oh, that's funny, though, that y'all were both convinced for a, a period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and was it the information that was exchanged that, that sort of poked holes in the in the identification? Or I think for me, it was like the closer I got to him. The more <laughs> what, did you start your conversation <laughs> 10 feet apart? No, but I mean, like, you know, when you see someone like, you know, like maybe five feet away yeah. and you think that they're someone you know yeah. because you don't know the person super well. Right. Yeah. But then like as you approach you very quickly realize like, oh, nope, I shouldn't yeah. have said hi until yeah. I was really sure. Yeah, that's why I avoid eye contact with every human being. I yeah. Guess. Yeah, 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 me as well. No, well, no. But that's the thing is that he he also was making eye contact with me, right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, because he thought you were the guy too. That's a weird yeah, coincidence. That's it. Like if this guy hadn't also thought he knew me, mm. I would not have said anything. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm thinking about meringues right now. Okay. I, I needed to say that. <laughs> You know, like a good meringue. Sure. You know, what's a good meringue to you? What do you What do you consider a good meringue? Like fluffy. Okay. I like crusty on the outside, soft yeah, on the inside. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think I know what meringue is. Uh, egg whites and sugar. Egg whites. Egg whites. Egg whites and sugar. You put you put the flapper in the pan. You put the pan in the oven, and then it poofs, and then it solidifies. If you do it right. If there's a little <laughs> bit of yellow right. in your egg. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be egg whites. I once tried to oh, I once tried to do something morning. that needed egg whites, but I got a little bit of yellow in there. It fucks it all up. It fucks everything up. Yeah. Even the tiniest amount of yellow. Yeah. 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 You got to keep them separated. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I was do it do it do it properly. It's I the the beat hasn't uh, do it properly. Do it properly. You gotta keep them separate. There you go. I, I don't think any of us oh, remember shit. how that song goes. Hey, hey, come out and play. That guy has like so many degrees. That's the one, right? I feel like we're like just off. Like yeah. Just off. <laughs> I've been like binge watching Seinfeld for the past week. Oh, so you were integrating some Seinfeld into that? No, so so it's like, not Seinfeld. No, I know, <laughs> I know. So, do you guys ever get this thing where, like, if you've like heard the same song over and over again, it plays in your head, like when whenever there's silence, mm-hmm. uh, like an earworm. Kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. And then uh. the follow up question is. Have you ever like spent like a couple hours playing like Tetris and then closed your eyes and seen Tetris? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So like I've been playing a lot of Dr. Mario and binge watching <laughs> Seinfeld and now anytime I close my eyes, I see Dr. Mario and I hear the Seinfeld baseline. <laughs> and it's really unsettling. You Maybe. know what uh helps get rid of an earworm? Hmm. The By Menon song. By Menon. Menon. Yeah. <laughs> What is what? What is that again? What product but, is that? Hair? I, I think it's a deodorant. No. Deodorant. Uh, yeah. By Menon. 
Because it, it's just something about the way it resolves. It just like blocks out any any. Uh, <laughs> that's a great trick. Yeah. But now all I will know because now I. It doesn't repeat. It doesn't loop. It just ends. Right. Right. That is like, that is a thing in music. Like if if something resolves really satisfyingly, it does like. Yeah, it, it stops you from wanting more, right? Well, I think that's the problem with like half remembering a song and you only have the chorus in your yep. head because the chorus is like loopy loop and yep. then, you know, doodly doodly. It's annoying me. Was it hair color? <laughs> I feel like it was hair color. I thought it was deodorant. Deodorant. Maybe. Hmm? Maybe. I could be wrong. Don't don't quote me on that. Don't hold me that uh, on my deathbed. Don't don't uh bring but, that up. But at, it would at be a great place to do the thing. On your deathbed, because then it would end your life nice and dry, like deodorant keeps you. Am I right? Damn. Ah, the loopy loops of marketing. Be on my tombstone. Bye, Mm. men. Yeah. And by that time, it'll be like an iPad on each tombstone with like a little loopy video. Oh. I think that's totally where we're going. I kind of like that. Yeah. Like those like digital picture frames that people have. Yes, exactly. Like everybody's mom has this in their house. Yeah, yeah. Like I a got series one from my of mom. vacation photos. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I love it. What would you have on your tombstone video? Ooh, I mean, probably just like gameplay footage of Doctor Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it would make going to the the cemetery more of an interesting jaunt. Mm. Well, you'd have a lot of people just like sitting in front of tombstones, yeah. watching, just like mesmerized. <laughs> this guy's like... got all ten seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Up on his yeah, and then the family can like put a USB key in and update <gasps> it, and like you know, oh. he would like this show. You know, give him that show. <laughs> I feel like he'd enjoy Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh wow, I'm into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Patent that shit. Hashtag Grave TV. Grave TV. <laughs> Oh, Tom dropped Woo! his <laughs> dropped his pen. Uh, that's the one. That's the one. That's that's the million dollar Ooh, idea. I think that was the destiny. That was the destiny. Oh, come on, Kate. Do the do the thing where words come in the right order. There's a reason why yesterday's episode died so that this idea could, <laughs> could be live. born, could yeah. could live. Yeah. Ye- yesterday's episode went to the grave in order to sprout New Grave life. TV. Yeah. Like a phoenix from the ashes. Yeah. I used to watch an anime called Fuck, 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 Fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's not that one. No. <laughs> that's all that Kate's memory blocks. No. Uh, fuck, Fuck. I mean, that's got to be the title of an anime. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I fuck, fuck, am fuck, such fuck. a fan of Fuck, 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 Fuck. I'm such what? a Fuck, Fuck, Fuck head. What like, was the uh, premise? Hmm? Fuck, 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 fuck. The premise of fuck, 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 for Adrian. I mean, it's definitely uh, like it's it's one of those harem animes where the one dude has like a bunch of girls around him who all want to date him, and, and he's then kind they of too hey, awkward to date any of them. They form into a robot. Yep. That fights condoms. The fights are the condoms just condoms? Because I really like the idea of a massive <laughs> robot just stepping on boxes of condoms. It just like goes in with a little pin, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like through the window yeah. whilst you're banging. Pinch. Use a diaphragm instead. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking speaking spell. I think they're like little uh, urban, you know, forest creatures, like spirits, like those little uh, condoms. Are that? Yeah, yeah, like those little uh, shaky head guys in Princess Mononoke. Oh yeah. Just uh, the city streets littered with little little condom spirits floating. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Where? (laughs) <laughs> Where does the jizz come in? 
<laughs> and they like fly around. <laughs> yeah, like oh, Tom just drew a serious tooth, toothy condom. Uh, I'd like to unpack that you you added so many teeth to that condom. I mean, it only has a top layer of teeth, which I think is important to note. Oh, okay. What well, top layer of teeth? Humph, humph. That's a lot of humph. <laughs> That's a lot of humph. <laughs> That's a lot of humph. <laughs> So the way in is fine, but the way out hurts like a motherfucker. That's what Tom just established yeah. with his yeah. one layer of teeth. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. In oh, no, the good. Way, the way out. in hurts. No, the way in is fine because you're going in and the teeth are pointed downward. No, it's when you catch. come out Ooh. that you're you're ripping <laughs> that lady apart. Like a cat's what a lovely topic. Penis. Okay. I'd Let's look at Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Who's on the back of Ryan here? Well, on the back of Ryan, oh, we have uh, Kate uh, McKinnon. Okay. And oh, a happy her. fan compete to see which one can open her mouth wider for a selfie at the New York premiere of Rough Night. <laughs> what magazine of joy is this? I don't know. That's a very intense competition. Oh, no. <laughs> Clearly Kate McKinnon is winning. And the title is Kate Opens Up. Oh, oh magazines. Oh, Welcome to the latest segment of our show, Kate Opens Up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want me to open up about today? Um... I mean, you said you had a bad day. <laughs> We're going well, Tom. Why do you want me to open up about my bad shit? Oh, but you know what? Okay. So, bad day, shit day. Uh, decided to go outside and smoke a big J with my dogs. Not with, not with them. Not with them. Not with them. You flanked by two uh, Jack Russell Terriers with blunts like, oh, <laughs> Just me had the joint. Just me. Um, they were enjoying the sun, and I got high. And then, because months ago, I got I got high. In a, I was in a bad mood, got high, and had this wonderful idea to make this motivational poster for myself. And I was I walked to the mall and went to Dollarama and bought like colorful cardboard and all those like those sheets of uh, gems, the sticky gems that you can buy. Um, and I was like so into it, and I'm like, this is a great idea. This is going to help me. I'm going to put it up in my bedroom, and it's going to be awesome. And by the time I got home, that idea had turned into, you're a fucking moron. This is such a stupid idea. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Like, it, uh, my, my sh- mood shifts are shitty. Um, <laughs> so today I got high, but I still had all that stuff. And the, the idea came back to me. And I was like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so I got up and I went inside and I glued a bunch of fucking <laughs> gems onto this cardboard and wrote, uh, life is hard in gems. And then <laughs> I started... <laughs> And then I started writing a bunch of stuff like uh, connect with nature, connect with friends, um, you know, trust, uh, help others, you know, stuff that we forget when we're feeling like shit. So that's now on my wall. I don't I foresee this not working, but you never know. I, well, I think we should post it to our Instagram. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK, I'll send <laughs> that, you a photo of that shit. That is awesome. <laughs> I once made myself a fake motivational poster that said, uh, shut the fuck up and make some goddamn art, you stupid bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much love, <laughs> anger, hate at the same time. It was what I needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you said you almost. You said you, so you didn't make that poster? No, no, I did. I you did. did? Yeah. Did I say almost? Maybe. Uh, uh, maybe. 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 Uh, and did it work? What happened to it? Oh, I kept it up for like two years. Oh, and did it did it help you it or helped. did it make you feel awful? No, it was great. Okay. I and made why, some did you, did, why did you take it down? I moved. Oh, yeah, right, right. I'm pretty sure I lost it when we moved here. Time to make a new one, Tom. You know, time to make a, a new one. But at least the person who moved in, will, will no, because I remember, friendly reminder. I remember bringing it here. 
and having it up here for a bit. So nobody gets the benefit of it. Yeah. That I, was a thing that was erased. I must have taken it yeah. down. I probably took it down because there's there were more like people coming here. And I was right. like, maybe I shouldn't have so many swears on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> so many swears. <laughs> yeah, I definitely hi- I hid this poster for sure. Like I did not want guests to be like, oh, she needs help. It's <laughs> you know, like, in my shame therapy closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but I love I love glittery things, man. They make me feel so happy, so happy. I enjoy contained glitter. It's cool. Yeah. I, I'll, oh, I, I'll take fucking glitter in a jar any day. Like yeah, like I just I don't like when there's like yeah. powdered yeah, glitter yeah. just like in my space. Because then you're like, where? How do I get rid of it? You can't. And also, it's like low key, pretty bad for the environment, which is not a thing I actually care about. But Low like, key, bad. How 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 so, birds so like, are gonna eat it and die? Well, like glitter is just like really small pieces of plastic, right? Right. So like it's it's like not super biodegradable. It gets stuck to everything. Like yeah, but as bad for the environment goes, oh, it's probably not horrible. A twinkly grass patch isn't something <laughs> I'm against. <laughs> I now feel like okay, project glittery gl- glittery grass patch. I'm taking notes. Oh, yeah. Um, Just we're going to go to parks park and and, uh, and then people are going to sit it and then they're going to get home and be like, babe, why is your ass so full of glitter? And then they'll be like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Were you at a strip re- club, honey? And then, yeah, it's going <laughs> to destroy relationships. <laughs> And I'll be, I'll be just keep, keep a glittery grass patch. Glittery grass patch. On the, on the topic of, of glitter, may I share a story? Yes. yes. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> approved. <laughs> Seconded. Um, so uh, a friend of mine uh, is a trapeze artist. Mm. She'll be very excited for the shout out. Hey, Heather. Um, Hello. Shout out to Heather one time. And uh, oddly, she's probably going to enjoy this story being shared. Um. <laughs> So she was uh, performing trapeze uh, at this this bar in Denver, and uh, she took a, a huge shit uh, just beforehand. But the smell was so overwhelming that the only thing that she thought she could cover the smell with was a vanilla scented glitter spray, which she sprayed the bathroom with at length. What? <laughs> what? You don't. You, you shit in a bar. You shit in a bar. You have nothing to cover up. It's yeah. not your responsibility. No. It's not your responsibility. So, but wait, she. She, so the bathroom was full of glitter when she left. Vanilla <laughs> glitter. That was what she did. She panic, and that was her decision. Like, oh, this is the worst idea ever. We're going to do it like times ten. I think she did it joyfully and was pleased with the result. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, can we just backtrack to how the fuck do you do trapeze in a bar? Uh, well, you do not flying trapeze, uh, right? Static trapeze. You can do it with a, a fairly uh, lower ceiling. Static trapeze. So you still have to hang something. Yeah. So you you hang the rig and then it, it's a little bit more like um, close to like what you see with the silks or uh, okay. something like that, where it's a lot of kind of posing and uh, like you can do an iron cross or you know stuff like that. Right, so it's more right. of a more dancerly than that's um, cool than like flying trapeze. Cool. Hmm. It's like somewhere between pole dancing and slacklining. Yeah, it's it's actually very similar to um, pole dancing, but uh, she taught me. And we used to hang out in her backyard and drink beers and and hang out on her trapeze in the backyard. That's cool. And this is a thing that I lost that I wish I had. I had a photo of me uh, doing an iron cross on her trapeze holding a beer and a cigarette. That's awesome. Wait, iron cross, (laughs) explain. So on a trapeze, you would be standing on the bar and you would wrap your arms around the the lines. Right. uh, And then you would step off the bar and then you would extend your arms outward. Whoa. So, and you're holding the thingies with the, your hands. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so you're holding it with other things. 
mm-hmm. oh but you had a beer and a cigarette yeah while also holding and what happened to the photo what it was what happened? i don't know Before i think the I, age of digital yeah it was like on her digital camera that I, that whatever that memory card got lost somewhere mm. it's very disappointing mm. oh i've lost so much to memory cards being gone i it, used to uh, i used to do a gaming channel uh on youtube with um david who does our ads and andy who um did our art mm-hmm. and a couple other guys um <clears throat> And I once lost like hours and hours of content um, by accidentally deleting it um, while emptying my computer onto my terabyte. Um, Yeah, I was like, I thought that I had already copied it onto the terabyte before putting it in the trash. Yeah, that's Um, what happens. That's what happens. Or like with the photos, I feel like I've. Like with you change computers and then it, there's like this constant like folder of like photos to sort and yeah. then you just lose shit throughout that. But talking about this, I really want to go through boxes of actual photos I have at home and mm. just see what the fuck that was about. <laughs> you know, I have exactly one photo album that I've had with me since childhood and it's all photos of me between the ages of three and like seven or eight. Cute. Because wow. after that, everything was digital. Right. Like, like yeah. I'm I'm young enough that Three like Jesus, right. yeah or I guess like zero to seven but you know I don't have a ton of baby photos right yeah. mm-hmm. I haven't looked at my baby album in a long time there's a picture of me stuffing my face with Smarties nice cute yeah super cute good for babies good for good for babies <laughs> great parenting great parenting and this was back when Smarties were like chock full of uh, chemicals cocaine now they're like beige and like no there's no sugar and it's uh, colors There's i know no colors right? anymore yeah. like i feel like that was over the past couple of years that they got like yeah shitty. it started uh in the uk i think and then they brought it over here i mean i say this with so much like disdain but it's great i mean great take the chemicals out of my food but i like the bright colors yeah like take out the chemicals but still give us the the but shiny they can't. yeah i know they can't that's you the can't thing have both you have to choose and yet strawberries are super bright so if strawberries can do it you can do it too, scientists. <laughs> can yeah, I can do it. I mean, come on. Did you see those strawberries we have in the kitchen? I did not. They're beautiful. Are they tasty though? Because a lot really of the times when they're gorgeous, they're oh no, they're tasty and shiny. Wow. I was yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. I know. Good for you. Good day. Good picking. Good day for strawberries. Yeah. 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 You know what should have been erased from my life that never was. I still have. I'm I'm 36. I still have my baby blanket. And I still sleep with it. That's awesome. Wow. In what condition is it? Oh, not good. (laughs) (laughs) I got rid of a... It was hard. It was heartbreaking. My best friend gave me a a Toy Story blanket uh, a long, 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 long time ago. And and then it became... When it was too ratty for me, it became the dog's blanket. And then Mm -hmm. it was just like, you sort of... You should wash them, but I don't. I don't. I don't. So it just became really, really gross. And then I was like, it's time. And I I sat down with them, meaning to, uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony in in in, in Toy Story. <laughs> Buzz and Woody. I sat down with Buzz and Woody, and I, I said goodbye. And I stuffed oh. them in a garbage bag. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I once. Um, so actually, my childhood bear is on the dresser back there. Aww. Uh, had him since I was three. What's um, his name? Mutso. Mutso? Like yeah. Mutza ball? No. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Hungarian for bear. Oh, yeah. Mutso. Yeah. It's very literal. Yep. Yep. I didn't know that until I was like six. Oh. It was just the name that yeah. he had. Yeah. Um, 
little he, Tom speaking a different language. I <laughs> like, I feel so detached from my Hungarian roots. My mom barely speaks it, um, except when she needs to. Mm. My grandparents only really speak it with each other. My brother's wife is Hungarian. Oh. And uh, I remember something about the kids watching the Jungle Book in Hungarian. Oh, that's mm. fun. Yeah, so they know some of it. They know they, right. can, they can understand. But it's a it's like one of the hardest languages. Yeah. Well, it's just weird. Yeah. Like it just it doesn't it doesn't bear similarities to any other languages. It doesn't so. bear. It doesn't mutza. It doesn't mutzo. Ah. Oh. There's something satisfying I, about a long pause. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after all this talk of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Let's gain some. Oh my God. Oh no. Guys. <laughs> Let's gain. Yeah, what? Let's gain some what? Let, let, oh, I don't know. What, what happened what to you? Just <laughs> fucking shut down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like utter sadness. Do you guys want to read some horse sex? Sure. Oh, let's read some horse, horse sex. They have so, such big Dang. cocks. <laughs> they do. They have, yep. they have dangerously large mm, penises. Oh, there's a there's a pizza place on the way here called like Pizza Pencilis, and I'm like, cut out the metal guy, just go with Pizza Penis. <laughs> pizza Penis. And then on the way yesterday, I saw a pizza place. Sorry, we'll get to the horse dick, but uh, I saw a pizza place <laughs> called called uh, Tasty Food Pizza. Yeah, Tasty Food Pizza, and the logo. Is just a circle cut into triangles with one triangle sort of off, like signifying, oh, I'm taking a slice. But it's orange. Yep. So it's just orange. It doesn't, so it's like, guys, it doesn't look like a good pizza. No. Oh. Tasty Go food pizza. Oh, Go for some food pizza. Yeah. So, okay, so how are we doing this? So we're, um, guys, welcome to our recurring segment of our show where we read uh, the latest chapter of Tumbledown Ranch, an original horse-themed romance novel being written exclusively for our show uh, by friend of the show, Teffer. Um, Did we ever do like a like a an intro to this? What do you mean? Like a like a clippity cloppity clippity cloppity. Oh, we could do some clippity cloppity. I've forgotten already. <laughs> Tumble down ranch, clippity cloppity clippity. You know that's terrible, obviously, but you know. <laughs> I love it. Print, print. Cool. Um, how are we gonna do this? Clockwise reading. Yeah, just, just one line. Should we just do one block at a time and like it's chaos? Let's Pick, do like it. half a page. Let's let's Half do. A page? Let's literally every time there's a line break, we'll switch to the next person. Okay, and oh, as no. fast as we can. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay. Later, much much later, Calendar and Tom lay on a saddle blanket in the pasture, watching the moon move slowly across the dark sky. Calendar propped herself up on one arm and looked over at her lover as he lay with his hands behind his head, chewing a stem of grass. So, Tom began. Calendar. So, Calendar. He responded. Simon told me all about the circus, about about Kelly. She began, hesitantly. Did he now? It didn't. I didn't think it sounded like you, to be reckless like that. But then tonight, Tom, you're not reckless, are you? He raised an eyebrow at her. Having second thoughts? No, she laughed. Not at all. I'm plenty reckless. But Simon made it sound like you were careless with Kelly's life, and I just want to know what happened. Sounds like Simon already told you, said Tom in a flat voice, his eyes unreadable as the sky. Simon told me his story. Simon's hurt, and his story is full of hurt. I want to know what your story is. My story? Yes, Tom. Please, I need to know your side of things. My side? He gave a deep sigh and turned to face her. You sure, Calendar? 
I'm sure. All right, he settled back on the blanket, staring up at the sky. I guess Simon already told you the basics, how we met, how we got started. Calendar nodded affirmation. Well, what Simon probably didn't tell you, probably forgot to tell you, he interjected bitterly, is that Kelly and I knew each other before Simon ever met her. Kelly was a farm kid like I was. Simon was one of the rich kids, the ones who got riding lessons and visited the ranches. Kelly and I were lifers. We'd done horse camp together for years. We'd ridden together when we were tiny. Apart from Simon, Kelly was my first kiss. First everything. But when she met Simon, everything lit up. Kelly and I had chalked circus before, of course, but she and Simon were something else. They worked together beautifully. Simon was already a good acrobat. Kelly made him great. She had the effect on everything she touched. She pushed Simon just hard enough, just far enough, kept him always on his toes, always coming up with new material. She was a star. She made Simon into one, too. You see, um, that kind of relationship is great for co-workers, but isn't great for lovers. Kelly was always hurt, trying to do more, higher, faster, and Simon got uncomfortable. He didn't want her to get hurt. He wanted to keep her safe like a tiny, tiny little love bug. <laughs> and that's no attitude for one acrobat to have about another. So Simon got tired and tense, and so did Kelly, so tense. She started bringing her ideas straight to me, thinking Simon would report better, uh, respond better hearing them from me for, than her. She thought that he would lay off her a little, but instead he got upset with both of us. Tom paused and rubbed his face hard with both hands. <laughs> just just got real deep in there. <laughs> then one night, Kelly came to me more upset than I'd ever seen her. She gave me the plans for a new routine she'd developed. It was risky. I didn't love how risky it was, to be honest. Maybe I should have listened to my gut on that. But I didn't think it was my place to veto a routine that she felt confident in. I'm a ringleader, not an acrobat. And usually when Kelly told me she could do something, she could do it. And then, well, you know what happened. I, I don't really answer calendar. <laughs> I mean, I know she fell. I know she died. <laughs> but that's all I know. Tom sighed again. She fell, but she didn't die right away. The fall itself was ugly. She'd never fallen off of cobalt before. She overestimated and went right down. And then Simon's horse, Steve, ran right over her. Oh, Circus man. horses won't usually step on a person, but taken by surprise... Hearing the pain in his voice, Calendar reached over and stroked his hand. He took it tightly in his. She was in the hospital for a week or so, barely hanging on. Simon was angry and sad, but he and I were hanging on to each other. But then the doctor told us she <gasps> was pregnant. Jesus fucking Christ. Pregnant pause. Um... <laughs> He closed his eyes as if he could wish away the pain of the memory. Just barely six or eight weeks, she must have found out. She must have wanted to do her most dangerous routine of all before she told Simon because she knew she wouldn't be able to pull off those stunts anymore. And it seems fairly reckless that she would do so now, knowing <laughs> yep. what she knew. Yep. But she got too ambitious, and I, God help me. I indulged her. Calendar rested her head on his chest. You didn't know any better, she murmured. I knew enough, he whispered. I should have known enough. We knew each other all our lives. I should have known. 
You and Simon need to talk to each other, Tom, Gallander said softly. There's too much hurt here for one person to carry. You need to help each other. Simon doesn't want my help, spat Tom. He made that very clear. He took Steve and he rode right out of my life. I haven't heard from him in years. I don't need him. Patrick and I made a new life together and we're going to be fine. Fine. I hate to see you in so much pain, said Callender. But I also hate this theatrical machismo that allows both of you to open up emotionally to a woman, acting as a conduit between the two of you, but not to open up to one another. (laughs) Damn. If you can talk to me and Simon can talk to me, then you two can talk to each other. Leave it, Calendar, said Tom wearily. So weary. <laughs> Toxic masculinity is a powerful force when you've been steeped in it as long as we have. Don't forget the West was won by all kinds of emotional repression. Well, responded Calendar, I'm sorry you're hurting, but I can't keep being a repository for your respective emotional baggage. You two need to work your shit out in a way that doesn't keep putting me in the middle. And until then, you can find your comfort with Patrick. With that, she stood up and found her dress, slipping it back on. She started to walk away Wait, her, turned back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When was her dress off? Oh, they fucked in the last chapter. Oh, right. <laughs> we should have done a last time recap. <laughs> I had not pictured her naked through this. <laughs> oh, I was. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Do that last line again. She started to walk away, then turned back. Oh, and thanks for the sex. It was really spectacular. Well, can we do that again? Let's do that again. Can you read that last line? She started to walk away, then turned back. Oh, and thanks for the six. It was really spectacular. And giving him a quick kiss, she ran back to the house. Clippity cloppity clippity cloppity clippity cloppity. <laughs> Dumble down ranch. Tumble down ranch. Yes. All right. All right. Oh, I missed the. We missed the sex, Adrian. I was here for the sex. I just had not. I forgot the sex. Was it good sex? It was. I mean, apparently it was spectacular sex. But like, did it get raunchy? Like in the reading, did was it get was did did the temperature go up? I think it went. It was saucy. But yeah, I think DJ and Alex were putting their own spin on it. (laughs) Ah, as they would. As they would. Yep. That was fun. I was sad to miss that episode. Yeah, oh, me too. I mean, I was in the room for it, but... Yeah, you're, like, actually on the on the episode. Yeah. Were you in a ball on, in the middle of the table? I was there. You were there? <laughs> Just cry. He wept the whole time. The whole, the whole time. time. Oh. It was really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was really difficult to get through that. I was at home just running into a, a wall back and forth. Right. Just feeling awful about not being there. I was like, I, I could have been there with them. Guys, we really need this podcast, so I'd like to remind you to donate to Patreon before mm-hmm. we all just crumble up in a sad pile of losing our minds. Yeah. Yep. That, that was a really great way to promote Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> really great way. For like real. That. Like, I feel like like this show is a very good space for all of us to, like, to not feel like death for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean... Uh, one foot out the door. It's all coming back. It's right. all coming back. But for this moment with you and you, I feel joy. Yeah. And we get to, to take all of that, that death and put it on to our listeners. Yes. Yeah. Were you feeling pepped up? Were you having a good day? Well, not anymore. Thanks to Tom, Kate, and Adrian on the Upper Discussion Podcast. 
But hopefully, you know, somebody's having a hard day and they're like, I'm with you. Yeah. I feel a little bit better because, you know, I got to share in, in somebody else's misery and let, you know, everybody know. Yeah, they, they had their Ryan Gosling moment. Yeah. Oh, he's so nice. He's, he's so friendly. He's so nice. Do you ever watch those videos where the guy tries to feed Ryan Gosling cereal? <laughs> those make my day. I'm on the surfboard of Kate trying to find a memory. No, I I feel like is it just like an edit into is it an edit in in like videos? It's him filming his TV with like cuts of like clips of Ryan Gosling like closing his mouth and turning away, and he keeps pushing the spoon towards his mouth. <laughs> fucking sweet it's, it's the best thing oh that makes me want cereal and ross ross gosling <laughs> ross gosling the long lost cousin of ryan gosling ross gosling has dark hair and green eyes sure uh not as popular not as popular but you know what he has bees oh yeah. does he he has bees okay he he's... raises bees he has his pants are a little bit too tight for him okay. honestly but he's a great guy and i think he deserves to be in that magazine do you he think- sounds uh, more accessible. Oh, Ross is a great guy. Like, really easy to talk to. I, like I mean, what Ross isn't. Good you know? old Ross the Boss Goss. Ross the Boss Goss. He doesn't like it when we call him that, Tom. No, but... You'll you have know, to edit that. College nicknames die hard. <laughs> college. I didn't have a nickname in college. Yeah, me neither. I didn't really go to college. Oh. <laughs> that, that makes sense. <laughs> I spent like two and a half years in Sejap kind of dicking around before leaving. Oh, okay. I like well, that you looked went. surprised that the memory that you hadn't had a college nickname and then divulged that you had not been to college. Yeah, but he did. Two and a half years is a long time to get not have a nickname. But like most of that, I was a part-time student as well. Okay. It still counts, man. Yeah, but like I didn't live the college life, you know? I, well, I don't, I mean, it's not what's on TV either, you know? Like it is for some people, but I, I mean, I was at... Cégep du Vieux-Montréal. No, Cégep Marie-Victorin, suivi par le Cégep du Vieux-Montréal. So it was just like hippies and stuff. Right. Well, the first the first school is like very fashionable, so very fas- fashion-oriented people. And then and then just hippies and drums. <laughs> oh, no, there were drums at the other school, too, and I hated them for it. Yes, I remember now. Yes, <laughs> yes. They would sit in the grass patches, and they would play the drums, and the windows would be open in the classroom, and wow. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to pay attention, which doesn't make sense with my backstory. I hate drummers. Drummers in general? You don't all, like drummers or, or the tam-tam people? Anyone who drums. Why? I'm just not a fan. Why? Ringo Starr. Well, I well, mean, what, what's, what? Neil Peart. I don't know. Neil is. Peart sounds like a soap bar. <laughs> Stuart Copeland. <laughs> As he police. gently mimes <laughs> drumming, that'll, that'll solidify this guess. What about Phil Collins? What do you oh. got against Phil Collins? Okay, I like me some Phil Collins. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I still I don't know what you don't like about Ringo Starr. He's delightful. I think I think he's he's a wonderful joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Have you seen his MS Paint art? No. Oh, just a second. I'll pull this up for you because it's great. Um, Ringo Starr, maybe like ten years ago, released a website where he just did like um, a lot of MS Paint art. <laughs> Is uh, it any good? Oh no. <laughs> D- no did he think not. it was good? Um, so if you go to www.ringostarart.com. No way. <laughs> is it a bunch of trains? Uh, oh my God, that'd be great. Yeah. It's like. Oh. It's not. It's uninspired. Not There's a lot of. Um, well, a I lot mean. Of it's like kind of shitty MS Paint stuff. It's better than.
than I thought it would be. Sure. I mean, for MS Paint, that's pretty pretty well, strong work. It's kind of a teenager's level of artwork. Yeah, I I'm feel. A, I'm a big fan of your baby. <laughs> your your it's it's entitled your baby. Your baby. Your baby. This your one? baby. Your baby. Your baby. Y e r. And with it's a winking pink face. <laughs> A yeah. winking pink face. A winking pink face. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, any celebrity could do this shit and it would be amazing to look at just oh, because yeah. you're you're like all the baggage of who this person is and they're doing this art. It's not it's not really about the quality of the art. It's like Ringo started it. This is fun. Sure, but like counterpoint, um Tony Bennett does like beautiful paintings. Oh yeah? You know yeah. who's a good painter? Uh Biff from Back to the Future. Really? really? Yeah. Ooh, what kind of painting does he do? Uh, you'll have to look it up. It's kind of poppy and it's really, really, really fun. Awesome. He also, also had... Terry Crews. Oh, really? really? Yes. Yes. He used to, why was, who was I talking about this with anyways? Um, he used to paint in courthouses, like the, the guy that does the, oh, in the yeah. moment stuff. And he also does like portraits and things like that. Hmm. He's really good. Why do we still have that? I don't. I don't know. I think. I think it's to support the pastel industry because I think they do it with pastels, and that if they didn't do, it, no one would use pastels anymore. Like we have photography. Like there is a more effective way to to document things. Is it to keep the line a little bit blurred? Like to like make, sort of maintain privacy? Like it this is an be. average white man. This well, you know as why? opposed to actual documentation. Probably yeah. Just it's like the loophole of we can't have cameras in here. But, oh, true. Okay. Where, but what? Where Bring it, my where, sketch artist along with me. But where does, it, real, where does though, it go? Is like it, that might be like the actual thing is that it might just be like illegal to have any type of actual recording in a court. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which but is like, why I, they have the like the typey, the typey typey person, stenographer, stenographer, yep. right? And which the, is super impressive. And the sketch boy, the sketch boy <laughs> or lady. Yeah, let's be honest. I, uh, I'm just picturing. Um, you guys seen Fifth Element? Yeah. yeah, you know uh, Luke Perry's character at the beginning of that movie, who's just hanging out in the corner, like drawing on a tablet or something. Luke Perry is in Fifth Element. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that part. I don't remember that at all. You know, like the very like the beginning scene where they're in like I don't know Egypt or something. Uh, right, right, right. And like the big. Oh wait, no, he's the yeah, he's, he's one the, of the. He's, he's the like an dude. assistant. Yeah, he's a little dude. Right? Oh, oh yeah, right. Luke Perry. <laughs> Yeah, I always, whenever I eat chicken, I just do the, the, Sorry, I'll let you finish. <laughs> Lilu uh, has this part where she microwaves chicken, she goes, chicken! Oh, so you do that every time? <laughs> I'm a delight to live with. Uh, Paul and I say multipass at least a million times a year. Multipass. Multipass. But wait, Luke Perry, we're back, well, there was something? Uh, we were talking about the sketch boy. Sketch boy, sketch boy. So do we, did we determine what the purpose of it is? I mean, just to have some kind of visual representation, I guess. And they're kept in books? Books? Art caves? Are they in art caves? They should be. I, I think they should also do clay sculptures. <gasps> like some Play-Doh? Speed, speed sculpting? That'd yeah. be fun. Right. Or the, the new stuff with the like the VR where they're they're painting sculpting in air. So oh. that would be super distracting during the court case. <laughs> Everyone this in the courtroom like, is just Whoa. like... Yeah. One one of the jurors is secretly just watching VR porn, <laughs> trying yes. to like pretend he's not. Yeah, well, the boner would. Uh... No, wait, the jurors aren't painting this, the thing. The jurors are paying attention to all the evidence being but, presented. Yeah. Oh, but I right. think we could bring more crafts in. I think an official scrapbooker. <laughs> a scrapper booker. A scrapper booker. Somebody uh, to cut out pictures of Ryan Gosling for magazines. A little bit of glitter. A little bit of glitter. A little, little bit of murder. 
Because it's a court case after all, guys. Sure. There's got to be some murder. There's got to be a murder artist. Murder artist. Yeah. Instead of showing like, this is the crime scene, it's all artistic representations of what the crime scene was. An interpretive dance. An interpretive dance. Sandwich art. Sandwich art. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a th- Please tell me that's a thing. Is that a thing? That's- you know that that's the official job title of Subway employees is sandwich artists? Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you. You're assembling. Go to hell. <laughs> fuck off. They don't have, they didn't, fuck you. They didn't, they didn't make the menu. Fuck you. So that's like insulting. Hey, so I, I really wish you wouldn't bottle up your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So I found out, you know, like Subway sandwiches, they cut the bread straight down the middle, right? Yes. They have that little and then they tear it out. Yeah. So so they actually used to cut it like three quarters of the way. Well, so they used to cut, like, like, cut like a triangle right. into it. Yeah. They don't do that anymore? No. Now they just go straight. straight Why through. the fuck? Well, because I suppose maybe because there was so much stuff. Maybe. No, that does, that's still not an excuse. Because the V-shape contains the insides. Yeah. So it is a cleaner eat. That's I think it. they're cutting corners. Well, but they're cutting corners by no longer cutting corners. Maybe they had to change the way that they cut the bread after they took the yoga mat stuff out of it. The yoga mat stuff. You're the one who told me about that. I don't think so. I think you did. All right, I'm going to say yes and. (laughs) Yes and. You totally told me about that that shit. But I just like the, like, it's like when when you have a, oh, the fingers are wiggling. Uh, the thing, the crumpet. It's not a crumpet. It's a English muffin. Yeah, and it's already Ooh. sort of cut in half, but it's not. Oh yeah, I haven't thought about English muffins in a hot minute. And now I want. <laughs> Think one. about them. Think about them. I'm thinking it's about them. What, what what does that uh, spark in your mind, Tom? Um, when I was a kid, and by a kid I mean like a teen, uh, my like go-to breakfast was that I would put like English muffins in the toaster oven mm. with cheese. Mm. Melt, th- melt them up. Mm. Is, is teenage Tom thinking about those nooks and crannies just getting up in there? <laughs> teenage Tom's always thinking about grannies. Oh, yeah, grannies, right, grannies and melting cheese. That's yeah. What, uh, teen Tom thinks about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, mm. Sweet, sweet butter. I just haven't butter. thought about English muffins in ages. They're, They're so good. They're so good. But also crumpets. Crumpets. What's a crumpet? Fucking crumpets. They're essentially anemones. They're the anemones of the baked goods world. Um, you know how a sea cucumber? No, no, not not that one. <laughs> oh, I think I know like, what you're talking sort of about. Sort of like porous, like you know, like porous. Like I'm doing a sketch here of pores. Mm-hmm. Also, could be. Uh, yep, I know what you're talking. You about. You know what I'm talking about. And then what I what I like to do because I I always do food weird. Um, I I toast it so that the bottom is really crunchy, and then I remove the bottom, uh, which reveals the anemone like uh, porous structure of the inside, and then I eat it that way. Oh, ooh. Yeah. You know what's good, but you can't do because um, no one will let you live it down. Uh, if you have that canned whipped cream, mm-hmm. you can just spray that right on top of a banana that you're eating. And it is delightful, and it is a quick uh, dessert snack, but it is too sexual for anybody to uh, let you enjoy innocently. Okay, what right. about, okay, let me, let, me, let, me, let me fix this for you in a minute. You, 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 you peel the banana. Okay. Mm-hmm. You use a straw to create a gap in the banana. Oh. You insert the nozzle of the whipped cream. You fill the banana with whipped cream. Damn. And then you go into the world and nobody knows. Kate, you've, you've changed my life forever. That's pretty Changed brilliant. it. That seems like a good note to go out on. <laughs> yeah. Hide your whipped cream, guys. <laughs> you want it on all your food? Just pierce holes in it and fucking suck blow. Hide it in the middle uh. like a... 
a true American with shame. Yes. <laughs> You're not American. Clippity cloppity clippity cloppity clippity clop. Oh, closing <laughs> stuff? Can I do the closing stuff? Go for it. Rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Because you know it's through it's through ratings and reviews that people know what the fuck uh, to do with. I mean, you're looking at a title of a show. I don't know. I don't know these people. You look at a rating and a review. You're like, oh, I don't know this person either. But I'm going to trust what they say. That's it. Subscribe on your podcast app of choice because subscribing, uh, you know, uh, gives us wings. Yep. And uh, <laughs> share this episode with one friend. It could be many. You know, you, but you can do better. Yeah. You, you, no, no, no. Let's keep this positive. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm I'm saying they have lots of friends. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't. I want them to challenge themselves. Challenge yourselves. Yeah. To audience. make some more friends. Make some more friends. And you know what? Just go in the street and be like, up for discussion? Question mark. And then somebody's going to be like, hey, do I know you from work? And then and then they won't. It won't be wrong. Wrong yeah. guy. And Ma- then. Maybe uh, share this episode with, with a friend, like the most recent friend you met, your newest friend. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because then you can use it as like a potential like bonding point. Yeah. For like future relationship with that person. Yeah. And your oldest friend. And your oldest friend. That's a good idea. And the friend you met in March 2014. I probably met a friend in March 2014. Did you, Adrian? I'll have to go through my emails. Yeah, okay, do that, do that. And, of course, the Twitters, because that's where we share our thoughts, uh, the most sincere thoughts that we have. The most sincere. What are you you on uh, Twitter, Tom? Uh, You can follow me at Tom Zalatni. Is that Tom Zalatni? At Tom Zalatni. I'm at Red Random. And I am at at Boxless Thoughts. And uh, you can follow the show at Down With Talking. Um, Also, this episode is brought to you in part by Troubadour. (gasps) Troubadour is an improv show that combines live music with improvised comedy. Past guests of the pod, Vance Gillis, DJ Mausner, and Dale Bernier, along with a bunch of other crazy, talented improvisers, will perform hilarious scenes based off the musical stylings of folk musician Eva Foote. Uh, Friday, September 1st at 10 p.m. at Montreal Improv. Get into it. Get into it. It's so good. It's a really great show. Yeah, they are delightful folk. Yeah, uh, it's, it, Dale's kind of baby. Uh, oh, show. yeah, and uh, yeah, well fed baby. Go give Dale's baby a big smooch at Troubadour Fridays. Ask first. first. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't just kiss babies without checking. Mm, but that's, babies can't consent. That's true. Don't they have flags? <laughs> They've got a little like red flag and a green flag. <laughs> yeah, it's like in a like a Brazilian steakhouse. They've got a little. <laughs> A little card. <laughs> red, like, card. <laughs> red card. Red card. Red card. Red card. Mom. I don't want you to shave off any more love for me tonight. I'm done. <laughs> I really want to go to this Brazilian restaurant now. Oh, me too. Uh, and and uh, uh, special. Uh, do you want to? Do you want a special thanks? Oh, special thanks. Special thanks coming your way. Oh, when she I, finds I the page, it's coming your way. Clippity cloppity, clippity cloppity. <laughs> special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. And I I enjoyed the theme song when I first heard it, but now that I've heard it several times as I keep listening to the podcast, like that is infectious. Like mm. I I look forward. To, I feel a little like spark of joy every time I hear that. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna go like oh. No, that was more like a knee pain. <laughs> that was less, less of a, ah, ah. No, that's wrong too. Maybe, maybe, but maybe if, if you want to spark your own joy, you can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Do more things. <laughs> Do more things. <laughs> I really need to pee. Yes, I come to see you. I say now, Benson, Benson, Joe, Benson, Joe.